welcome to the very first episode of Tutter Nation. I'm Noah, he's Troy. Uh, we're just some bros who love football, love talking about the NFL, so we decided to make a podcast dedicated to just that, uh, with a little bit of an extra focus on the uh, Rams and Seahawks. Yeah, we'll always cover Seahawks, we'll always cover Rams. Yep. And uh, the word Tutter, Tutter equals touchdown, for those of you who don't know. Uh, I loved this name, Troy, when you came up with it. Um, I lo- but then I looked I looked it up and it said it's like a, a Tinder app for cows. <laughs> For like udders, like I looked at, I, I, I was like, I was like, I still make sure this is a Wait term. Tutter Nation. T- t- just Tutter, the word Tutter, the word Tutter itself. It's a Tinder app. For cows. For cows. For like, like for, far, for farmers to be like, hey, buy this cow. Yeah. For me. Okay. It, it, we need to put swipe, that into our. Swipe left, swipe right, swipe right. So, I mean, I don't, I don't mind using it still. I mean, I, I should, I should double check. Let me double check yeah. to make sure that's, Look that's it up, correct. And then we'll, we'll say that's a, it. That's a funny talking Dude, point. That's hilarious. My Tutter. Goodness. Let's see. First thing, apps on Google. <laughs> Tutter is a new <laughs> swipe-led matchmaking app oh helping my. farm animals across the UK find breeding partners. So it's a British cow matching yeah. service. Yeah. I don't know how popular it is. I mean, let's see. Uh, yeah, Norfolk, WTRF, 7 News did a story on it. Quest means nothing I've ever heard. I don't see any big names doing stuff What if on we this. call it the Tutter... Nate, like Tutter Nation, a podcast. Yeah, we can do Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast, or you know, yeah. Keep, let's let's Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. All right, we got. I'm getting all this on conversation okay. too. <laughs> Perfect. This is sweet. All right. Well, there you just had it right there. Uh, we just came up with the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were listening officially now to Tutter Nation, a Pro Football Podcast. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if you guys were tuning in prior to, but literally. It's also a Tinder app for cows, like actual cows, mm-hmm. not like large women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not from the UK, you might not know about it, but it's it's gaining traction. So we gotta we gotta out uh, outperform them. Yeah, no, seriously. Like now, my goal in life is just to take down the Tinder app for cows. We have a new goal for this podcast. Yes. we don't care about informing our viewers nope, about not football. <laughs> about football, not. And, and and that's the thing. Like with this, we're just trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. We love talking football. Yep. Um, we've been talking. Sadly, Noah is a uh, Seahawks fan, and it's he true. brought my sister down with she, him. She's a 12 now. She's a 12. Um, and so we've kind of had a uh, a little rivalry, a friendly rivalry over mm-hmm. the uh, last couple years. I'm a Rams fan, die hard, been there since the beginning times when we sucked every year. And now, like, we're kind of reaping the... Honestly, this year, dude, I mean, we're tied for first place in the NFC West, three teams, and mm-hmm. it probably would be four teams if the Cardinals and 49ers didn't play yeah. the first game. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's it's the best division in football by far. Easily. Yeah, what, what, Easily. What, that's, that's, what, seven and one now for that for the Jeez. division record? It's It's crazy. Like, I am... I have no idea who's going to come up on top. No. I mean, I'm, I'm afraid of the Cardinals this year. Just just uh, seeing how Kyler's playing, I feel like he's got um, a style that people aren't really matching. I feel like he he moves like Mahomes, but quicker. He slings it really well. I feel like he, you know, for a second year quarterback, he's he's one to look out for. Yeah, but I also like I don't know how much of it. Like they got the offseason acquisition, mm. DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. I don't know how much of their team is hype. Right, they got Cliff Kingsbury, the 
suave looking coach on the sideline looking yep. all nice looking all dapper and how much of it is they got the young looking quarterback who like you're saying is like Mahomes, but he's kind of quicker. He kind of mm-hmm. he slides really nice. Yeah, that Everyone baseball background. Everyone always talks about his slide, his baseball background yeah. slide, which it's kind of it is a nice slide. It is. It is. It's it a is. good slide because every time Goff slides, I think he's gonna tear an ACL, <laughs> like legit. So uh, that's that's underrated. That's an underrated stat. Yeah, they need to look at the size of their hands for quarterbacks mm-hmm. and their slide. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so let's kind of, dude, this was the end of week two. Well, we got a game tonight. Yeah. So maybe let's start with that. Who you got tonight? We got Mm. Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders opening up their stadium, by the way. Yeah. Allegiant Stadium. It's a big night for them. Uh, we get to see what kind of, uh, what kind of a show that's going to be. Um, I mean, gosh, two, two teams coming off of, off of really great week one wins. Yeah. Um, you know. Raiders were, I think, even you know happier about their performance just because people didn't expect. And that run game, dude. Yeah, the Raiders' run game looks legit. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs looks legit. And to be honest, the New Orleans Saints. I mean, they're favored tonight. The money line. So it's minus two twenty-five. So if you guys don't know money lines, money lines a straight-up bet. You're just betting on the Saints to win, but it's minus two twenty-five, which means you have to bet two twenty-five to win a hundred bucks. If you're going to bet on Las Vegas, they're plus 185. So if you bet 100 bucks and the Las Vegas Raiders win, you get 185. Mm. So that's the money line bet right there. Yeah, something to think about. Right there. Yeah. For all you degenerates out there, you probably <laughs> already know. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I kind of think the Raiders are going to win this game. Really? Yeah. See, I have the Saints. I want to hear your take, take on why you think the Raiders are going to take it. So one, the, uh, the run game was great. And what do they always tell you? You got to run the ball, mm-hmm. and you got to stop the run. Yep. And that's it. Like, the Saints last week, to me, they won the game, and it was a big profile game against uh, Tampa Bay, right? Yep. But, TB. man, they did not look, to me, like a fresh team. Hmm. And this week, they don't got Michael Thomas. Yeah. Their best receiver. Yeah. Probably, arguably one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. They don't have him this week, and so, to me... You're going against Chucky, you know, Coach Chucky, and into the black hole. No, granted, there's no, there's going to be no black holes. There's going to be no uh, fans in the audience with their, with their uh, spikes on their shoulders or right. anything like that. But going there, I feel like, especially this year, Rams came out week one, got the dub at their new stadium. Chargers came out this week, and I think surprised everybody. I mean, one. Their new quarterback. Oh, man. Surprising. We got to talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. But two, uh, going against Super Bowl champs, and the Super Bowl champs kind of looked like the Super Bowl wimps mm-hmm. to me. Like, Patrick Mahomes didn't look oh, good. Yeah. So I think there might be something special about opening the new stadiums. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know. I think that might give Las Vegas a little edge tonight. No Michael Thomas, the run game, and new stadium, dude. Yeah. Taking the Raiders. I mean, Ra- Raiders are, are a great take. I could see, you know, I could see it going either way. I just feel like the Saints, you know, it's 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 kind of been said so many times now. They're such a complete team. Mm-hmm. I feel I know that uh, that um, 
you know, Breeze isn't isn't you know what he's he's always been, but he's his, still his arm looked a little dead, a little bit, yeah. Little and dead. it was it wasn't like a he wasn't. I didn't think I don't think he showed up Tom Brady too much. No, he didn't, and Tom didn't look good either. Yeah, like I think Father Time, yeah, being undefeated, yeah, finally coming around on these two old, yes, these two old. I, folks. Yeah, they're they're definitely feeling it. I do feel though that the Saints defense did show up a bit. Um, I think that you know you look at you look at what just happened um, on Sunday, and you see that you know Tampa Bay beat. Carolina again. It's Carolina, but it was you know thirty-one seventeen. I think it showed a little bit, you know, that the that the uh, Bucks, they're 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 a decent team. You know, they didn't have their best game, uh, but the Saints still the Saints still handled them. Um, you know, I think Kamara is still going to do what he does. Um, I just think that the 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 Raiders have a lot of talent, a lot of potential, but I don't know if they've had enough time this season, especially with no preseason, yeah. to establish their team and their talent. Um, I see them being. Um, uh, a playoff contender this year. I see them, especially with the new system, but I just think they need a little more time to establish themselves um, against, you know, a defense uh, that has Cam Jordan and, and players like that, that are going to make plays. Consistently. For sure, dude. I mean, this is kind of like, it's one of these picks where like, I, I want to say saints with everything I know about them, yeah. but like, I just have this gut. Sure. Vegas hey, is going to come out. It's prime time. Prime Anything time. can happen. Yep. Derek Carr can show up. Uh, we don't know. Uh, we don't know. Yeah, that that's the only reason that I'm skeptical about this pick yeah. is that man right there. Yeah. They might need to put in uh, Mariota in the back. Oh, I forgot that they had him. Exactly. Yeah. But speaking of no preseason. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. D-Day. Yeah. 2020. Oh, like, 2020 man. already has been a wild year. If you made it out of Sunday walking on your two legs, that's, that's a victory yeah, for you. Yeah, because Saquon Barkley... Mm. Obviously needs bigger legs, yeah. Than he already has, <laughs> which we didn't think was possible. But. Yeah, but he does because his knees are uh, done, and this sucks too because he's yeah. about to go on a uh, this next season. He has to get paid, right? Yeah, it's like the running back year to get paid. So. Yeah. Is it uh, possible that he he put on too much weight and his knees just couldn't support I think the muscle? That's it, dude. I think that could be it. Uh, but yesterday, man, Saquon goes down, tears his ACL. He also puts a dagger into my heart. Mm. Uh, I had Saquon and probably everyone else yeah. who uh, picked second yeah, in I had fantasy him. this year. I mean, I'm, I'm in a league with you. I had him in one of them too. Yeah, and yeah. No, first, yeah. First rounder. in our hearts. So the uh, Tutter Nation dagger yeah. with the Saquon uh, going down. Um, but Jimmy G is going to be out for a couple weeks, which is great for us. Yes. No one likes to cheer on vic- uh, injuries, but... But that's a victory for yeah. us. Well, actually, uh, I mean, it, it, well, well, I guess we'll see how it plays out. I've never been high on Jimmy G. That's I, true. You know, I don't know if anyone is. So I'm, I'm a little bit, um, little bit afraid of uh, his backup Nick possibly Mullins. doing better. Nick Mullins, yeah. Dude, that dude is a wild card. Yeah, I mean, he, he's 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 you know, people like him as a backup. So, yeah. um, but I think even bigger than Jimmy G though, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa tearing his ACL going yeah. out for the season. Yeah, was that confirmed ACL tear? I think so. Yeah. Oh shoot. Think, so that's big. That's big yeah. for us too. So again, yeah. NFC West. No one's cheering on injuries here. We're mm. not an injury cheering podcast. But if we were, yeah, I would be screaming for joy right now. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is up there with the George Kittle. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> Same yeah. Kittle. Yeah, exactly. But then we got Drew Lock going down. Yeah. Paris Campbell, Malik Hooker, safety. I know you guys probably don't know who that is. Byron Jones, the cornerback from uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. He went down. Sterling Shepard, Solomon Thomas, Kittle was gone. Michael Thomas is done. Christian McCaffrey, he's like high ankle sprain for five weeks, and he's and he's supposed to be a tough guy. He hasn't gotten injured since exactly. Like, high school. like what is going on? I think 
the talk of no preseason. I mean, I remember a couple years ago, the Rams like didn't play any of their starters in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And everyone was talking about it. And they were like, is this the new way? Like, the Rams got got away with it. Like, is this the new thing? Like, maybe it'll go down to two preseason games or maybe no preseason games. Well, this yeah. year, because of COVID, we had to go that route. And uh, I don't know if this is the reason for all the injuries, but it definitely could be. Yeah. I think because uh, in the preseason, like, Saquon, what? He probably would have got 40 carries tops. Sure, sure. So I don't know if this would have, you know caused his his need to have superhuman powers but yeah. man yeah it seems crazy that so many guys went oh down. yeah and that's for sure a factor another factor um that the uh the niners don't want to stop talking about is that metlife stadium field which apparently is covered in honey and glue <laughs> the stickiest field they've ever played on yeah that uh we'll see we'll see if the uh if the league changes it um, but that 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 field is played on every week because mm-hmm. the Giants yeah. and the Jets play yeah. there, right? Yeah. So to me, it's like maybe a little cry wolf for mm-hmm. them. Again, you know, we don't hate the Niners, and well, we do. Yeah, yes. we hate the Niners in yeah. this podcast. We can agree on that. We can agree on that. But I feel like every team has played at MetLife before, and mm-hmm. has every team walked away with that many injuries, or has every team had a something to say about the field? Yeah, I don't know. Did the Jets play? Did the Jets play at home last week? Do we know? It was either the Jets or the Cowboys. I mean, the Jets or the Giants, right? Because they switch off. Yeah, home I was just away. wondering because I know Jets had a few injuries. I just wasn't sure if it was if it was because they were. Yeah, maybe it's just twenty twenty curse of the MetLife. Curse, yeah, yeah. It could be. Dude. I mean, not. I mean, if if it's if it wasn't in their heads before, it, it's in everyone's oh, heads for sure. Right I now, do, I think Rams play there in a couple weeks oh yeah niners actually niners going back there this week they're just (laughs) back to back at that field everyone and they're like everyone's talking about just uh, this anxiety inducing field my gosh yeah that's one of the best things i've ever heard yeah yeah so and they're gonna they're gonna be in their heads you know whether or not the field uh is as bad as they say it is um you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see some interesting play come sunday for sure i'm now i wasn't gonna watch giants niners but now I probably will. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason. Um, so, yeah. So, did you want to talk a little bit about uh, Chargers? Yeah. QB. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, game day is crazy. There's so many games happening. I didn't realize that Justin Herbert had had started no. until the end of the game. And yes. I, because I, I was, I would occasionally check, you know, the scores. Right. And I would see, I was like, oh, man, like, you know, Tyrod's doing, Tyrod's doing pretty well. He's leading, he's leading uh, against the, the Super Bowl champions, yep. you know, and then it wasn't until I got, uh, actually went down to uh, my parents' house to watch the Hawks game with my dad. And he had, uh, he had just casually mentioned Justin Herbert playing pretty well. And I was, I was shocked because I, I had no idea that he was, uh, he had started. Yeah. What happened? Do you know what happened to Tyrod? That's a really good question. Um, a I know stomach bug. Yeah, yeah, something. Flu, he tried to have a flu game like Jordan, but it, they ended. The coach just benched him. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah, he had some sort of, um, I guess, chest injury huh. is what is what's showing up. Um, Interesting. Yeah, they're calling it a mysterious injury, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> a it's, mysterious it's, chest injury. You know yeah. that it's it's a it's a last minute thing when when the backup quarterback doesn't find out until like yeah. about a minute before Cause that's kickoff. Pretty, that, yeah, that's. I mean, you always got to prepare like mm-hmm. you're the guy going in. So yeah. I'm sure he was because he, he lit it up out there, honestly. Yeah. He was running the rock. Oh, he, yeah. The one thing is like he's pretty tall. He's a tall guy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't slide like once. 
Oh no. No, he was just getting destroyed by the deep, and he was—I mean, he was laying hits too. Yeah, he's a—he's he's a taller guy. Dude, yeah, he took on uh, the Honey Badger. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just took him right Tell on Matthew. And after it, because Matthew kind of got hit out, and he looked at him, and he was like, "Next time, you better oh, slide." Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple other words in there, but I took him out for the kids. That's good. That's yeah. good. People can look it up if they need to. Yep. But yep. Yeah, Herbert threw for the, threw twenty-two for thirty-three. Uh, 311 yards. Yeah, uh, you know we had we had one passing touchdown, one interception, and uh, doing it for the Pac-12, dude. A rush touchdown. Doing it for the Pac-12. Yeah, he he showed up. He's a quiet guy, but he 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 played. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So since we're Rams Seahawks podcast, which mm-hmm. is probably the only Rams Seahawks podcast yeah. in the world, we 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 have. I a, think I'm gonna. I don't know for sure, but yeah. I'm going to say sure, sure. There's not like. Rams and Seahawks are like enemies. Right. Like if there's one team that I love beating, it's the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it, even throughout all the Rams like trash years, like we'll take one. Yeah. Yeah. If not yeah. two. Yeah. Like there's just something like that's our Super Bowl. Yeah. I take that we, as a compliment. I mean, <laughs> that speaks to how, you know, you, you could have chosen the Cardinals or the Niners, but yeah. I mean, the fact well, that the Hawks have played that, that consistently high. It's true, man. It is true. Like the Hawks are always the team that I, like, hate more than anyone. And then the Niners are getting there. Niners. Niners. And it's almost like the Cardinals, like, I don't even mind them because they've just been so they've, insignificant. They've stayed out of our way. Yeah, exactly. They and usually get they us, have, like, so, one like, year. They get, like, they, have, like, they, have, they, had a, they had a great year. You know, was it, what was it? What was the year they won? The, Dude, uh, like, Drew Stanton was the quarterback, yeah, yeah. which is just nuts. Yeah. And then, yeah, they went to the Super Bowl with, uh, what's his name? Uh, my boy. Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. um, but they lost right. to the Steelers. But right. yeah, it's like the Cardinals. Like this year, they're great, and I still think of them as this team that sucks. Yeah, I like, mean, it's it's their it's like you associate now their logo and their colors with yep. just a team that you're not afraid of. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm. With that being said, that makes me afraid of them because mm-hmm. they're two and zero. Yeah. And they beat the Niners. Yeah. Who just were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't they're, know. They're, I mean, they're, they're a they're a, they got a great team with you know with Buda Baker, Patrick Peterson, Chandler Jones on D, and then you got Hopkins now with with Murray and who's who's lighting it up. Yeah, Tutter Nation. Yeah, style. Tutter Nation. Yeah, that TD. Just getting that TD and, um, dude. But because we're uh, the podcast that we are, Tutter Nation being the the Ram Seahawks podcast. We're just going to go over every week. We'll probably talk about the Ram Seahawks. We don't. We're not going to go yeah. crazy in depth. Yeah. Um, but like. That's that's yeah. our, our squad. A lot of NFC West coverage. A lot here. of NFC West coverage. Um, so, dude, I'm just going to start it off with the Rams game. That was, to me, like week one against the Cowboys, I was like, okay, like this team looks, mm-hmm. it resembles the Rams of 2018. Yeah. Resembles the Rams that went to the Super Bowl. And I feel like week two was like stamp of approval on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're going to the Super Bowl because, again, the NFC West is nuts. But, I mean, 37 points. Uh, it just seemed like every time the Rams had the ball, something good was happening. Uh, Goff threw for three touchdowns all to Tyler Higby. Yeah, by the way, okay, yeah. I wanna, yeah, I want to talk about him, too. Dude, Higby, at, at the end of last year, the last five games of the season, four of the games he had over 100 yards. And the fifth game was the last game against the Cardinals. He had like 95. Mm. He would have been the first player in NFL history, first tight end in NFL history to have uh, five 100 receiving yards 
in a row. Wow. Like, that puts him up with Kittle. Yeah. That puts him up with Kelsey. I, I, I think he's, he's finally getting some of that recognition he deserves. He's a dangerous player. Dude, his hair looks like Kittle's hair. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, oh, it, it looks, oh it's, it's better. It's, <laughs> it's a lot better than Kittle's hair. I don't know, dude. His hair's like coming out all stringy, like kind of resembles Gollum. Uh, or maybe, maybe it's because Kittle's got that light hair. It just looks even thinner. Yeah, Kittle's hair is gross. Yeah. It's, gross. It's bad. But like when I see Higby's hair, I'm like, dude, it kind of looks that gross as well, which oh, is man. a good thing maybe if just, you're a tight end. Maybe I'm used to seeing his like, his you know nfl like profile which picture, is like a buzz cut which is yeah it's not it's not him uh with all sweaty with his helmet coming off <laughs> exactly either um but yeah so the rams dude like without that uh did you did you watch any of the game yeah oh yeah dude without that muffed uh punt by coop oh that fumble yeah, yeah. when he when he uh that, when he yeah, got what, that what happened what do you think happened there he was he, he was it was just a good cut, placed hit trying man. to cut inside like and, yeah, yeah he he they they just punch the ball out like that's mm. as as much as you want to say like fumbles can't happen like some fumbles happen sure especially when defense or special teams is flying in like a spider monkey yeah and just punching punching things punching balls you know like yeah. that you you might muff a couple so if that didn't happen like that was a swing and i was at that moment because that put them down uh, at the end of the half 21 16 mm. or rams were up 21 16 and i was like dude this could have been like the game change, yeah. right? Because then right away, um, Rams come out and we go three and out and we have to punt the ball in the yeah. start of the second half. And at that point, I was just like, dude, like, this sucks. Yeah. Then we intercepted it in the end zone and that's when we started like really rolling. Uh, Higby come out, had another huge bomb. Uh, Daryl Henderson was running the rock really well, mm. which is kind of, kind of surprising me. I thought after week one, Malcolm Brown was going to get the majority it of the touches. It looked like that way, but it, it, it almost seemed, though, as if going into that first game, Cam Akers was going to be the back. Yeah. And then McVeigh, you know, I think he, he probably kept feeding Brown because he was, you know, he was doing, doing well. Doing so well. Yeah, doing yeah. well. I think that's Brown kind had of... the two touchdowns. Henderson had a touchdown in this game. Uh, Robert Woods had a rushing touchdown in this game. Yeah. So the Rams looked like you don't know what's happening. And that's, yeah. what, that's when the Rams are the best. They come out in the same formation every mm -hmm. single time. They run something crazy, a bunch of jet sweeps, a bunch of weird, like, stuff in the backfield. Yeah. And you never really know what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they seem to be getting better too as each week goes on. I don't know what's happening with Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's they're zero two. Man, he's not looking good. I honestly, when we picked Goff, I was just praying we picked right because right, it was like the thing like Goff and Wentz are gonna go one and two. Yeah, we trade up to get number one pick, so we had the choice like we could have went Goff or Wentz. We chose Goff, and I right away, like, just because I'm a huge Rams fan, I'm like, yeah, like, Goff's the guy, like, no doubt. And then, like, he went 0-7 his first year. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, for Jeff Fisher, like, I love you, Jeff, but <laughs> <laughs> those were some rough years, man. Those yeah. were some rough years. So, that is not surprising. But then, uh, right when Sean comes in, Sean McVay, he changed, like, it looked like Goff was, like, the dude. Yeah. Right? Comes out, we win the NFC West for the first time in like 20 years. We go to the playoffs, lose to the Falcons. Um, but then the next year, we go we go uh, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? So yep. it just seems like, all right, like every year we're progressing. Every year we get deeper and deeper. And so 2019, I was like, all right, last year we lost in the Super Bowl. This year we're going to win it. Yeah. And we just looked so like. A little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. For sure. We yeah. look like a team that I hadn't seen in a couple years. Mm -hmm. And I and I was down, man. I was like, man, like they McVeigh's a fraud. I was throwing around the fraud <laughs> word, you know, just getting all 
in my feelings about McVeigh and Goff. Goff sucks. I'm like, we should have picked Wentz. Mm-hmm. Like, I started getting all, all, but dude, what's Carson doing? Like, mm-hmm. I kind of was think like for real thinking because you know Carson Wentz took the Eagles until that Rams game when he got injured. Yep. Uh, and then everyone knows the the legend of uh, Big Dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah how many times am i gonna hear about the philly special it's like the greatest play of all time i guess yeah dude oh uh, yeah for sure i mean that super bowl was just the best yeah like that eagles patriots super bowl mm-hmm. was by far one of the best games i've ever watched yeah um and that Philly special really just was the sauce on top. That was dude. the sauce. That, I mean, that's the only. That's pretty much the only game that the only play that happened throughout the whole game. <laughs> right. That's the only one I can remember people talking about. <laughs> and like taking the Patriots down eh, is always a good day. Oh yeah. Always a good day. Oh yeah. We yeah. That's that's something that unites us. Yeah. Unites us as yes. NFL fans. Yeah. Uh, speaking of taking the Patriots down. Seahawks. Big game last night. Big game last night. It was game. the first time you guys played since the play. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> the play that shall not be spoken of, man. That's a yeah. Just to just to recap, yeah. That Super Bowl was. Um, it, it almost feels like a just a, a traumatic memory. I, dude, I was watching that Super Bowl in New York when I was in the Navy, and uh, legit, I was watching it with one of my good friends up there who was a diehard Seahawks fan, mm. diehard Seahawks fan, and and we're watching the game like. When that happened, like, first of all, who's Jermaine Curse caught that ball, right? The like oh, deep that, ball that was like a stupid catch that no one talks about because it was followed up by yeah. But by that, that that catch was by far like if they would have scored if yeah. if they would have given the ball to Marshawn yeah and he scores yeah that Jermaine Curse catch would have been one of the best catches in history yeah oh yeah easily it would have been up five. with the the helmet grab yeah I mean it was it was you know bouncing around his feet and and he came up with this I, mean, it was I remember unreal. that felt like we were gonna win it at and that when point. that happened my friend just his he's grinning from ear to ear he's just just laughing and laughing and I'm like sitting there like pissed because I hate the Seahawks yeah and I'm just like oh my god like this would happen mm-hmm. like of course and then the play yeah the play the play the play was brutal I think we all know the play well enough to uh, to have, have a mental picture of it probably the uh if you're not a Seahawks fan the greatest play in Super Bowl history if you are a Seahawks fan the worst play in Super Bowl history yeah. so walk me through that moment when that happened to you yeah after you watched that like what man oh it was so bad it was it was my dad and I'll never forget it it's it's like it's like in one of those things where you know exactly where you were when it yeah. happened I was sitting on on the far side the right right side of the couch my dad was in like a, a recliner chair next to me and um I was stunned it was stunned silence from me and my dad was was you know the exact opposite very expressive and and uh, you know pretty much um first time you ever saw your dad cry that day huh yeah yeah we don't talk about it anymore but <laughs> but it was basically if you've seen Richard Sherman's reaction on the sideline it was yeah. it was kind of like that okay it was disbelief um but with and for a Rams fan like Richard Sherman's reaction is one of my all-time favorite images yes and actually I didn't get that until he became the villain and went to the Niners yes now I see him as as it's I see the annoying, the annoyingness of, of him. Right. He, him and Kittle are, are, are two of the of the most annoying players for me <laughs> in the league. Just, yep. just uh, they're they're you know, the big personalities. Yes. But um, 
you know, needless to say, last night felt really good. It was a, it was a first time playing the Patriots. You know, it wasn't Tom Brady, but it was Belichick, and uh, it was our first time playing since that Super Bowl. Um, and if you didn't see it, it, it came down to the wire. It was pretty back and forth game. Um, Cam Newton was doing Cam Newton things. He, he ran for two touchdowns. Um, you know, he, he played a pretty good game. And uh, the two touchdowns that he ran for were basically on like the one or two goal line each time, yeah. he, each time he ran for it. And of course, you know, there was, they were marching down the field with like 16 seconds left. Cam throws a deep ball, uh, gets caught on the two yard line and they have three seconds left. Um, at that point to, to just run cam in like they did twice before Dude, is Edelman like a deep threat now? I'm, I guess. I right? mean, I, yeah, I thought he was he's always a, a slide, drag guy. Quick, yeah. A, yeah. Like you, you hit him on the drags, you hit him on the outs across yeah. the field type thing. I mean, they're, they're, they're using, I can't, I don't know if I can name besides Nikhil Harry. Those are the only two receivers I can really name off the top of my head. Yeah. The they have that, have. uh, tight end, which I don't know his name, but his, mm-hmm. like, I think he wears one of those neck rolls. Okay. Yeah, because he, yeah, he looks like he's a 1980s linebacker, <laughs> but he's a tight end. Yeah. And every time he catches the ball, I, I I get a good feeling. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You want that. I like um, that. Yeah, and uh, it was, yeah, two-yard two line, you know, I'm, I don't think I can remember a time where my heart was racing that much. Um, of course, I'm... I'm I always set my expectations low in those moments, you know, especially I think that I, there was some, some subconscious affiliation being on the, the goal line. What was the score at that point? It was, uh, it was 35-30. So, so you, it was a five-point game. Five-point game. So in, they get in the end zone, it's over. Yeah. But that's it. Th- time, time's going to run out after this play no matter what. Um, so, yeah, Cam, <laughs> see, I don't really know what happened. You might have to, you might, like, I think you have to watch the highlight because <laughs> Cam just starts trotting to the left side and he looked like, I mean, he's a tall guy, yeah. but when he fell, he looked like he was about seven or eight feet tall. The way he, the way he timbered and flipped over L.J. Collier, um, and at that point, it, it felt like you know those are the best games to win. You know yeah. those last second ones. It's horrible when you're in it, but those are the most exciting it's games. It's crazy to, win. to me. Like everyone knew what was going to happen on the yeah. last play, yeah. right? Like ball going to Cam, and Cam's going to run it yeah. into the end zone. Yeah. But, like, why, like, to me, like, if he would have just got the ball and just went forward, like, straight mm-hmm. forward, yeah, like, he might have got that. Yeah, it's because th- throughout the game, he would, he got it, he would get it, he would wait a second for his blockers to, you know, establish holes and, and you know, match up with their guys, and then he would run it wherever it was clear. Right. Um, and then they did trick us one time on the goal line where we thought, it was another time that they, we thought they were going to um, run it with Cam, and he th- just lobs it to the fullback. Like a Tim Tebow pass. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Jump pass. So, and then that kind of got me worried too. At the end, I'm like, are we gonna? What are we gonna prepare for? You know, we because the most recent touchdown was a pass, and mm-hmm. then the, lo- the other two were just cam rushes. I felt like, you know, I think that at that point, percentage wise, if you you know asked, I forget you know, her name, Cynthia Froyland and NFL Network doing <laughs> yeah, all, all the all the course. stats. Cynthia Froyland. Of yeah. course. How <laughs> could I forget? <laughs> is it Freeland? What is it? I have no idea. Oh man, I have no idea what you're talking about. Sub, yeah, she does all the all the stats, okay. pro football focused stuff. She said she's like she's like she's a type that's like okay, this is their percentage to win the game right now. You know? Yeah, right, like, right. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I, th- I think that they would have had the Patriots up pretty high at that point. I mean, you just got to run it two yards and, and they've been doing it the whole game and you know and that's a weak point of our defense but and that was like three seconds on the clock three seconds yeah so so right when you snap last play yeah it was last play it was like it was it, no matter it, what last play yeah exactly no matter what um yeah and, and yeah he actually fell but i don't even i don't I feel like we took him back but the time he fell on the ground um but, i mean forward progress probably gave him a yard 
but that felt that felt incredible yeah. i mean i i uh you know especially playing cam you know he, he kind of gets you know likes to taunt he likes to uh to celebrate excessively um so of course i was i was just rooting against him the whole time and uh and the man, new look pats too like they're it's interesting because yeah. i mean for the last 20 years yeah the patriots look like tom brady who is a very immobile demobile yeah immobile 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 yes not i am i am i am okay immobile he's yeah. a very immobile quarterback like, yeah I think he just hit a thousand yards rushing over a twenty-year, twenty-one-year uh, yeah, career. I believe it. And my boy from Baltimore, uh, what's his name? Lamar Jackson. Jackson. He got a thousand yards rushing last year. Yeah. So like that's the difference. I'm sure Cam has over a thousand yards. Oh yeah. Already, and he's yeah. been in the league for what eight, eight years, something like that. Yeah. So. I mean, just seeing Cam out there running the ball, like the first game he ran the ball 15 times. At some point, you think Belichick is like just letting him loose, or do you think all those plays are like designed runs for Cam? They felt they felt really designed. They felt like it was a, uh, it was just Cam waiting for his his hole to go. Is he doing too much? Yeah, that's a good question. Because I mean, I don't know what his stats were week one, but this week he he threw, uh, you know, completed 30 of, of 44. Jeez. Um, three for three, 397 yards. Jeez. He's a, yeah, so he was a fantasy fantasy. Uh, Holy moly. monster this week. Uh, one passing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. He threw, an, he threw a pick also. But um, it seems like Belichick's kind of, kind of feeling it out, seeing what he can do. Um, he, threw so, he threw some good darts. Um, you, know, he's not, you know, he's not Russell Wilson with a deep ball, but he can. Who he is, some, Right. That right. guy. I mean, yeah, I'll, while I'm bringing him up, yeah, Russ threw – Completed 21 of 28, 288 yards. So not a ton of a, a yardage in comparison to Cam, but five passing touchdowns after a four passing touchdown week last week. So he's at nine right now, which is the the prettiest amazing. play in all of football mm-hmm. is the Russell Wilson drop back like just dimes it over the top into the pylon. Oh, man, and like it's just like a effortless. I don't know how like, he does he's it. He's running backwards while he throws it. Yeah, because. Most of the time, he's running for his life back there because the O line of the Seahawks is not the best, right? And which makes it even more impressive how like good the Seahawks are, yeah. Because all, all the time I look at their offense, I'm like, they don't got any big name receiver. I mean, now they kind of do. They make he, he make, but I feel like it's him that makes them. Like, oh yeah, Metcalf. Like, yeah, he's in the locket. I feel like there's three or four lockets on the field. Yeah. At all times, because <laughs> I just never know. I'm like, oh, who's he throwing to? Like, oh, it's Locke. It used that used to be Doug Baldwin. Yes, like he's got his go-to guy always. Doug Baldwin used to be every time Russ threw the ball, and and you can't see who the receiver is in the camera. Yeah, like you can bet it's Dougie. Yeah, and it would be him. Yep. And now that's Lockett. Like yep. if if he's throwing the ball and I don't know who it is, I'm like he's throwing to Lockett. Yeah. And most of the time I'm correct. Yeah, and he he's established that you know he he liked Golden Tate a lot before mm-hmm. you know he started until passing the, to Baldwin until that. That's, yeah, <laughs> so we, could that's do, we could do an episode on that. Yeah, that'll be another episode. That's a whole other episode. Uh, but yeah, he he. I think he's establishing that with DK. So when Tyler leaves, DK will be the guy. DK has become an NFL superstar. I mean, the first time he ever met his coach, both yeah. people ripped their shirts off. <laughs> yeah. So that is. I mean, I, I destiny. Kinda, it's like I think I don't know what it is. I think it's it's you know his name is awesome. His his size, the way he plays. 
I, I, his abs. I, his abs. Yeah. I think that that kind of feeds into it because um, statistically, I think AJ Brown outperformed him last year. That's the thing. Like, yeah, he, he he's get such that... a big personality and he's such a big name. Yeah. Everyone like fears him. Yeah. And then like you look at his stats and you're like, yeah, he had, some, he had some drops week one. He like it was it wasn't yeah it wasn't a outstanding. Like he's a he's a great player. Like he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be a great player. He's gonna be good. Yeah, and he's just just his size alone. Yeah, his speed, his yeah. his his uh, his strength, yeah. his uh, height, like all yeah. that is gonna yeah. make him. I love DK. Yeah, I, I, but I do think that part of what's going into that is you know just the person, not the character that he is. He's just this larger than life, that he, like guy that's like I see him on so many commercials and and like he's on the promos and, and he gets referenced a lot. And I'm like, ah, AJ Brown did better than him last year, but I, I don't think anybody talks about him. That's true. And I think like Pete Carroll knew this when they drafted him. Yeah. And so like he had to take his shirt off. Yeah. Like if Pete Carroll <laughs> didn't show his flab. Yeah. Like DK would have known that he's the boss. Yeah. But Pete Carroll's like, I'm the boss. Yeah. I'm going to take my shirt off. Yep. Yep. Which is, well, that whole story, like DK goes into his meet into a meeting mm-hmm. where he's it's a business meeting. He's yeah. he's 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 going in to get a job and he's shirtless. Yeah. Like that is a flex beyond yeah. all flex. I mean he's just showing his showing part of his resume right there. Yeah, like I'm trying to get a job right now. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna do that yeah. in my next interview. <laughs> <laughs> just go in shirtless. Yeah. It, there, there's gonna be a different effect uh-huh. for sure because of be, just the way we look, but uh, just get a just get a Tutter Nation just tattooed <laughs> across so they everyone knows that that this is our this is, yeah, this is this is who we are. Yeah, to get some get some get and some instantly uh, get some promo. A couple cows get sold in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that promotional any way we can. You know, I mean, it it's it's proven. If you walk in somewhere with your shirt off, people are going to pull out cameras and it's going to go places. And if we got to get we got to get our name out there. Yeah, and if someone else doesn't take their shirt off, you won that situation. Yeah, but since Pete Carroll came in and took his shirt off. DK knows he's still like just a receiver on the team yeah, he's instead like, okay. of the owner. He's like, I'm not the owner, I'm not the coach anymore. I, yeah. I tried, but he, he almost was though. Yeah. It was, that was close. A, that was a that was like checkmate by Carol. Yeah. yeah. So I like I, I gained <laughs> respect for Carol that day. Um but yeah, dude, great game, man. Um so I think this is our pilot episode. What we want to do is pretty much give like an NFC West rundown and then we are going to go into like um, our favorite game of the week mm. besides our team stuff. Yeah. And like this week, hands down, got to go to the Cowboys-Falcons game. Come on. Right? Cowboys-Falcons. Like, I don't know if I've watched a game uh, more entertaining than the Cowboys-Falcons oh, because man. one, like, I hate the Cowboys. Like, mm. almost with the passion. Mm. It's almost up there with you guys, and it's almost up there with the Niners. Yeah. And we don't really see them very often, but it, I think it's all the hype all the time. Oh, sure. Like, they haven't been good Yeah. for, like, even all the Tony Romo years. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't good. No. They, But they always had this hype of, like, they would always be talked about as they're going to win the NFC. And this mm-hmm. offseason, it was the same thing. They got Dak. They got Zeke. They got Cooper. They got CD. Yeah. You know, they got all these dudes... And I, I, so I love when they lose. That's why last week when we beat them, that was just like icing on top because it was the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, so it's 20 to nothing at the end of the first. 
20 to nothing at the end of the first. And the Cowboys already fumbled three times in the first quarter. And to me, I was on cloud nine. Of right? course. Cloud nine. Finally, Zeke punches it in with 12 minutes to go in the second. Uh, but the Cowboys offense, like, it just seems lethargic. And the Falcons offense seems like they can't miss. They're, like, hit on every cylinder. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ridley. Calvin Ridley is mm-hmm. just catching these bombs from Matt Ryan, right? Um, and so the Falcons end up going up 26-7 with six minutes to go in the second. And they go for two, which is a weird move. Yeah. Like you're up 26 to seven. Like they would have been up 27 to seven, go up by 20, but they wanted to be up 21 points. So they went for two, but then they didn't get it. So 26 to seven. Uh, and it just seemed like a weird time, but then they, they, before halftime, the Falcons get another field goal. Uh, young coup, young coup, young way coup, young way coup. He's the G he's just kicking field goals all over the place. Um, 29, 10 at halftime. And like, I see the score. I'm like, Dude, this is beautiful. Like, the Falcons need to win this game uh, for Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn alone. Like, he's they had a good end of the season last year, but they always start out so slow. Mm-hmm. But second half comes around, and Dak starts rolling. Uh, he rushes for two third-quarter tutters. Uh, Matt Ryan then comes back and scores the tutter in the beginning of the fourth. And then the next drive, uh, Falcons hit a field goal. So, I'm talking... Falcons up 39-24. That's 15 points, yeah. okay? With under five minutes to go in the game. Anyone who knows anything about football knows that game's over. Yeah. Right? Well, this is how this next couple minutes unravel, all right? Cowboys score, and then they don't get the two-point conversion. Right, that's where, that's where it, it, which is unlike the Cowboys. Jason Garrett would, would, would uh, you don't see him going doing that very often. No, and, and, and to me, like, I always like to get the two-point conversion, like, later. Yeah. Like, when you go yeah. for the two-point conversion then, yeah. like, you have to do it at some point, right? right? But when you do it then, what you're doing is, if you miss it, like, now you're down by two right. scores. Right. If you would have kicked the field goal, you're still down by eight. Right. Right? Right. So well, you're it, still it, within it, one it, score. If you do the field goal, it keeps your hopes alive. Exactly. Yeah. But they, they went for it, and they don't get it. And then, again, it's like, okay, this game's over. Yeah. Right? That was that was a point that, I, you know, that's that's where I typically feel like that's that's it. Yeah, there's absolutely no way Cowboys win this game. That's what I'm thinking. Well, Dak ends up marching on the field and rushing for his third tutter of the game, and then he brings them to within uh, two with a minute and 49 left, and they have to go for the onside kick. All right. For anyone who doesn't know the rules of an onside kick, and and right now I feel like I am, like, people out there, that are ever going to listen to this podcast. Like I, I know like right now we have zero listeners. So like probably my mom, uh, <laughs> and I don't even know if she's going to get this far into it, <laughs> but like the people that go for an onside kick. Okay. The rules are the onside kick has to travel 10 yards. If it travels 10 yards, the offense can then recover it. Okay. Well now because because of safety, mm-hmm. the offense can't even rush, yeah. uh, up to the line yeah. before it's kicked. I don't like that. Yeah, that's stupid. It's yeah. almost like you can never recover an onside kick ever again, except right. if the hands team, which the hands team is another name for the onside recovery team, they know an onside kick's coming. Everyone knows. So they put their hands team out there. I'm talking like all your receivers, all your like DBs, like yeah. everyone with, well, the maybe not DBs. Sure DBs hand players. Hands, yeah, sure hand players, right? So pretty much 11 receivers on the field. Yeah. When the 
kicking team kicks the ball, which is Greg DeLake, by the way, who was a Ram for a long time. So I kind of still have a – there's a special place in my heart for him. Okay, so no hard, no hard feelings towards him? I mean, we didn't sign him, you know? Like, yeah. I, don't think he, I don't think he went out in, like, a blaze of glory. I think he just left and he yeah. signed with the Cowboys. I mean, I wish he wouldn't have signed with the Cowboys. But, yeah. you know, I still kind of like him. Great. His, his name's Greg DeLake, so that's kind of yeah. cool. Um, so they kick the onside kick. He, and, and when he kicks the ball, he, does, he doesn't even put the ball in the tee. He, like – the ball is just sideways on the ground. Oh, and, and he just like kicks it. Yeah, he called it a, a watermelon kick. Okay, like a what? Yeah, exactly. That's what exactly what it looked like. He just yeah. kicks this watermelon, and this thing is rolling like so slow. Yep. And the thing is, the Falcons for some reason didn't know the rules of football. Like, yeah. It, yeah, they, they were just, they were waiting for it to be ten yards. Yeah. To, to touch it. Yeah. The thing is, if the Falcons even touched the ball prior to 10 yards, they didn't even have to recover it. They just have yeah. to touch it. Yeah. All of a sudden, it goes as a penalty to Dallas. It was, it was one of the most bizarre things I've seen. Bro, Dan Quinn should be fired. Yeah. Everyone on the hands team should be fired. Matt Ryan should be fired just for <laughs> like being on the same team as that nonsense going on. Yeah. And... Uh, Everyone on the sideline should be the water boy should be fired for like how gross <laughs> of a mishap that was. Not be, not just for what it was, but like that gave the Cowboys the ball yeah. with a minute forty nine left, and they have Greg the leg now. Yeah. So Greg the leg smashes it right through of the course. uprights, and Cowboys win. Yeah. It, yeah. What a, what a crazy ending that was. I mean, the onside kick, you know, it's going to be a turning point. It's going to be you know in those players' memories you know, forever, but yeah. that watermelon kick, I've, I've never seen anything like it where it just rolls by, it rolls by Falcon players and they just watch it. And yeah. I mean, I've been coaching football. Uh, I played football seven years, coached for two years. And I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, that's one of the first things you go over for a hands team is like, Hey, if this ball's kicked, it can't go 10 yards. Mm-hmm. If it goes 10 yards, you have to recover it. If it doesn't go 10 yards, like just, just like get it Yeah, because the, the kicking team can't. Yeah. They can't even touch you. If they yep. touch you, it's a penalty. Right. What the heck? I don't, yeah. Like, these guys are professionals. Yeah. And they're on the hands team. Like, some of those guys don't play a down. They're only on the hands team. Right. They, 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 some people just suited up for that moment. And we've seen some bad ones before. I mean, I, as a Seahawks fan, I saw the, the Packers-Seahawks oh, one right off, oh, right off his right dome piece. Bostick's face. He wasn't even supposed to be doing that. <laughs> but, I mean, that if they had that level of effort, if the Falcons had that level, level of effort, the game would be over. I, I, I was on, re- on the record, and by on the record, I mean I said this earlier with no microphone around, but my iPhone, so I know that they're listening. I was on the record saying that no onside kicks are going to be recovered this year because of the new rule, how they can't run up. Mm-hmm. I am already proven wrong. Yeah, how many? There's at least two. Uh, how many? Any, any others? I know because the Falcons I, Falcons actually got one off of off against us. you guys. Yeah, which yeah. is very it's Young Waku's special. <laughs> That's what he Dude, does I just, best. I just don't understand what was going through the minds of those Falcons players, except for the fact that they're trying to get Dan Quinn fired. I mean, it seems like the NFL wants to spin the narrative that the players are playing for Dan Quinn, but yeah, the way things are going. Doesn't look like that. it. Doesn't look like that. Yeah, another coach. So Dan Quinn is definitely on a hot seat mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Yeah. Like if he loses next week, he might be gone. Yeah, I, I could see him the way the way things are going gone before the end of the season. Along with, you know, I don't know if we're thinking of the same coach right now in New York. Oh no, I was actually thinking of a different coach. 
Oh, I was thinking Adam Gase. Oh, dude, he's been on the hot seat for a while. Yeah, we, I mean, that's he's 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 lucky that he's coaching this year. I would not be surprised if he was gone by even, you know, before November. Yeah, no, I mean, it's hard to fire coaches midseason. Yeah. But I think this year we're going to see a couple. Mm-hmm. Another coach on the hot seat, uh, Matt Patricia. Oh. He has lost 11 games in a row. Yeah. 11. Okay. His, his the, That loss last week was one of the most brutal... I've ever seen. I know the Bears just do not look good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say the Bears are two and zero. Two and zero. They're probably the worst two and zero team. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's it's. I think that uh, Trubisky looks just as good as he did last year. Right. When they were losing every game, but right. somehow, which is making a couple good plays, but inconsistently. <laughs> Who did the Bears? Oh, the Bears play the Giants. Yeah. Okay. Well, they played the Lions, who've lost eleven in a row, yeah. week one, and they played the Giants. Week two, and they so, play, they played the Giants close too. Yeah, it was it was without Saquon. Yeah, I mean it was it was um yeah tw- uh, thirteen to seventeen. Yeah, it was. Um, La- Matt Patricia has to go next week against the Cardinals, who, I mean, I hope he can beat them. Yeah, but let's just be honest, I don't think he will. The Saints the week after that, the Jaguars, and then. The Lions and the Falcons. So, what I think is going to happen is the Lions are going to go zero and four. Patricia's going to get called into the office, and he's and he's going to say, "You have to win one of the next two, Ooh. or you're gone." Jaguars. Minshew's he's good. Hey, I like Minshew. He's good. I like him. He's yeah. He's, he, he loses a lot, but yeah. he's good. Hey, he, he yeah he played. I mean, he played. I mean, he threw uh, thirty. Yeah, he threw 30 for 45, 339 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, two picks, but, you know. I mean, I think that's definitely a game that the the Lions will definitely probably lose. Yeah. Just because of the fact that Matt Patricia is there, like, and I don't know what's happening. Like, have have you seen the Christmas story? I have. You know that kid that like they wrap up with like uh, so many like layers and he can't put his arms down. Yep, that's Matt Patricia on the sidelines, <laughs> and, and like I'm a big guy too, so like I'm not trying to fat shame Matt Patricia by any means, but he looks ginormous on the mm-hmm. sidelines. Like he looks like he's uh, Andy Reid's dad. Oh man, yeah, that's like, saying a lot. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> um, but that's like just what I, the vision I get and. Uh, so against the like, if he doesn't beat the Jaguars, and then he goes to the Falcons, and I kind of think that like whoever loses the game of the Falcons and the Lions, like that coach is gone. Yeah, that's going to be a, a Patricia fun and Quinn. If you don't turn your lives around, week five you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Or is that week six? Week six you're gone. Um, what's his name? Uh. Adam Gase, like some Greeny, you know Greeny. Uh, he's like a ESPN analysis. Okay. Mike Greenberg. Okay. Okay, yeah. He said he he had a hot take. Said he wouldn't let Adam Gase coach his son's youth football team. Wow. And so, <laughs> if that seat isn't hot, I mean, once Greeny says it, you know, right? It's, then it's it's out there. Yeah, it's it, it means a lot. So, uh, yeah, man, I thought week two. Man, week week two, there it was packed. There, we we could talk for hours about each game. 
We there, could. There, there's so much that happened, but um, we're, we're we're looking forward to. to yeah, man, fun, this is gonna fun. be fun. Hopefully, like what our our uh, expectations for this podcast. We're just messing around. We're just having a good time. Noah and I talk like this um, all the time, and so like, why not put it to some to some track and and let yeah. some people enjoy it as well. Yeah. I think we got some good stuff to say. Yeah. Um, you know, send, send us some money, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this all works, yeah, but we, we might, we might make a Tutter Nation t-shirt if you do. Yeah, Tutter Nation t-shirt. If you want to, uh, donate to us, uh, we'll, we'll send it out to you guys. Uh, if you ever want to be on the show, um, that'll be great. Yep. Have some, uh, analysis. Um, I'm going to do a couple name drops right now. And if you guys ever listen to this podcast, and you get to the end of it, um, you'll know that this is an invitation to come on. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Nate Lee. Nate Lee, if you're listening, come on. Talk yep. about how much the Eagles suck. Uh, who else can we get on? Um, I think our other bro, uh, Ethan. Yeah. He's going to be a recurring guest on yep. the show, yep. if not a uh, kind of like our, our third wheel. Yeah. to this tricycle that yep. we got running right now we're on a we're on a motorcycle and okay we're on a motorcycle and we're gonna add one of those like side buggies yeah he has to wear the helmet though with the goggles on it. <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna add a side buggy for ethan and then uh i know jay's really busy but if jay ever wants to come on yep we'll be happy to have him Absolutely. so the only name i really dropped was nathan and how bad the eagles are yeah but yeah hey if you're a, if you're a fan of a team that we're not talking much about. We want your perspective. Yeah. And we're, we're figuring out this podcast setup. We're figuring out how to have, you know, how to stay on track with these dialogues. So we're learning, be patient with us, but also join Tutter Nation. Uh, give us a like, yes. on a, give us a like, give us a review, even if it's a mean review. If you, if you put five stars and you put a mean review, I'll, I'll be fine with that. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like you have to put five stars, but then like you can say the meanest stuff and we'll read those things, uh, <laughs> on on the next podcast whoever yeah, we'll whoever do, rates us and gives us a review like we'll read it word for word except for explicit stuff absolutely this is, this is a podcast for the we'll, kids. we'll do a mailbag absolutely mailbag. And, uh, all right guys dude this is fun tutter nation out tutter nation out